Spencer, everybody. Thank you for joining in. Welcome to the iGame. Please, if you enjoy this content, like, subscribe to it, share it, share it with your friends and family. Let them know they can come to this podcast where we talk about Jesus and we talk about ourselves. We talk about how sometimes we battle God. You know, I don't, I don't spend too much talking about, so I don't spend too much time talking about the devil and all that stuff. I spend more time talking about us versus God. Because most of the time it's us. That's why I call it the I game. But this one is I survived the darkness. And many of us, especially, I said this in another show, if you're over the age of 25, you've been through some stuff. Many of us by the age of 21, we've been through some stuff. Like, I was incarcerated three times by the age of 21 because I kept fighting God. That's why I call it the I game, the legitimate game, because it was me. I don't want to give the enemy too much credit. But I survived all that. And you have your testimony about all the things you survived. The injustice, poor health, issues with your family, issues with your friends, the neighborhood you grew up in. You know, and it's not about rich or poor because there's crime in the rich neighborhoods and there's crime and drugs in the poor neighborhoods. They've both got the issues. And for those of us that know, sometimes the wealthy neighborhoods got it the worst because those teenagers have more cars and more money to waste. So, you know, it's everywhere. Sin is everywhere. Anger, bitterness is everywhere. Child neglect, child abuse, you know, spouse abuse, all that stuff is everywhere. And we all survive something. Your something is different than mine, but we all survive something. God pulled us through that darkness. And sometimes we get angry at God, like, why'd you even let me go through it? But ladies and gentlemen, what is life without suffering? So sometimes we cry about what we've been through, but what is life without it? What good is G.I. Joe without Cobra Commander? They're not heroes because there's no enemy. Now, what good is LeBron James without Steph Curry? What good is Kobe Bryant without the people he had to fight against? And, you know, at the time it was, you know, Dwight Howard and the Boston Celtics. And I'm using sports references, but it's the same thing everywhere. Like, what good is the Kansas City Chiefs without the Bengals? They tried to shut down their Super Bowl run two, three years in a row. So everybody has an opponent and an enemy. So when you say, God, why'd you let me suffer, then what is life? You know, it's everywhere. Even Shrek had an enemy, the king. He had to go take the girl out the castle. Like, everybody has to fight. You know, I could just run this everywhere. Every fairy tale had an enemy. So, you know, the Wicked Witch and the Wizard of Oz, everybody has an enemy. So we say, God, the darkness, the pain, the suffering, what is life without it? How do you get stronger without opposition? You know, some of us remember those songs, you know, you need rain to make the roses grow. It's all connected. So instead of saying, God, why? Say, God, thank you, I survived. And then living that survival for victory, living that victory after you survive. Don't celebrate the pain. Every now, sometimes people celebrate the pain too much. I really believe that. Don't stay there and celebrate the pain. Like I remember these um, this Christian business made these X shirts, EX. It was ex-gay, ex-alcoholic, ex-drug addict, ex-pimp, ex-prostitute. And I get what they're doing, but I hated those shirts because you're celebrating the negative part. Instead of ex-porn addict, ex-drug addict, say I am a winner, I am a champion, I am happy, I am healthy. 
I am strong, I am sober. Like I would never, like I used to drink Kavase every day. When I lived in Atlanta, Kavase was mad cheap down there. The government didn't run the alcohol stores. It was private. And because all the alcohol was sold by private businesses, their prices kept going down because they were competing with each other. It would be like three liquor stores on one street. So cognac was cheap in Atlanta because they were all competing with each other. It wasn't run by the government. So I was drinking Kavase almost every day. But I never would buy a shirt that says ex-alcoholic. I would rather wear a shirt that says I am sober. You know, I survived the darkness. Let's live in the positive. Now, that's, that's how I look at life. Because there's a lot of things I did in my past that I'll never talk about on this camera. Because I, I would rather talk about Jesus and our submission to God than celebrate the negativity, even though I know it will draw an audience. But I'm going to read this scripture about the darkness and what God does. Because Jesus is everything. 2 Corinthians 4 and 6. For it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. That's how you survive the darkness. Because God will send the light into your pit, into your prison, into your addiction, into your suffering. And the light is what? It goes into your heart and it is the knowledge of the glory of God in Jesus Christ. Because that is your salvation. That is your healing. That is how you're going to overcome it. So when you're going through that thing and God sends the light, it's going to send you to Jesus and you have a decision to make. Follow Jesus or stay there or deal with it yourself. And if you're like me, sometimes you can get out of that pit by yourself. But once you get out, you're exhausted, you're tired, you hate everybody because you did it all by yourself. And because we're still here on earth and we're not in heaven yet, guess what? It's going to be another pit right after that one. You use all your energy and strength to get out the first one. But guess what? There's another one coming. And when you fall into that second one, you're dead. I've, I've been there several times. That's why my physical health and my mental health has gone up and down, because I kept trying to do it by myself. But God sent the light. I didn't want Jesus' help, because now I have to submit. I'd rather do it myself and pretend I'm king instead of submitting to the real king. Because if the real king lifts you up, he's going to make it perfect, make you perfect, and now you're stronger. And then when the second pit comes, you know how to pray. So now you're not in that second pit as long. That first pit could have lasted two, three years. The second one might last two or three minutes because you're walking with God now. And now that you have this relationship with God, you can get out of anything and you can help other people get out and you know how to pray. And now you become somebody else's champion and savior because you're walking with God. But when you do it by yourself, it's all about you. And now that you're fatigued and tired, you don't even want to help nobody else because you did it all by yourself. And that's when we become selfish and prideful. Like there were, <laughs> there were times in my life, I know for a fact God sent me to help people and I literally said no because they weren't there for me. So sometimes saving yourself makes you selfish and prideful. And then you don't even need God no more because you did it all by yourself. But guess what? There's going to be another pit. It's going to be another problem. Your, your car's going to break down. Then your second car's going to break down. Then you're going to lose your job. What do you do? You might get a doctor's report that's negative. Who are you going to call? You're going to need God. For those of us who are in marriages and relationships issues, you can't control that other person. What are you going to do when it falls apart? 
for some of us who see what's going on in Hawaii, what do you do? Like, there were fires all over the world. Like, you can't do anything. Like, ladies and gentlemen, stuff is going to happen. And for those of us who survived the darkness and we know God carried us through it, we have a different kind of faith. So let's celebrate God and celebrate how we got out and celebrate who you are now instead of looking back at the negative and staying there. And now you can help other people when you know God brought you through. But when you do it yourself, you become real arrogant and even your advice is perverted. And instead of people being drawn to you, they run away from you because now you think you're God. But we have to understand, I survived the darkness and it sent me to Jesus. And God sent the light, it shined in our hearts to give us the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ Jesus. And Jesus is everything to everybody. I said this before, but I'm gonna say it one more time. The light was for the Hebrews, the knowledge was for the Greeks, and the glory was for the Romans. Paul wrote this to let all of us know Jesus is everything to everybody. So regardless of what you're going through, you need him. And you survived the darkness. You have this testimony now. Share it with other people. And remember who brought you out and remember to call him as soon as you fall next time. Because the world's not going to get better, but we must get stronger. And the way we get stronger is by standing in that light with Jesus and not celebrating the darkness. Because the more you celebrate it, you make it bigger. And I see too many people, I, I see it in churches and now I see it on social media. Everybody's talking about the devil and spiritual warfare and casting demons out. No, we're not supposed to be running around looking for demons. We're supposed to be running around with our light and other people who are in darkness will see your light and they will be attracted to you. If you run around looking for demons to fight, you're gonna miss the people God wants you to minister to because you're looking for a demon. And guess what? If the enemy knows you're looking for darkness, he's gonna give it to you and now you're busy. You're busy thinking you're special because you're a demon fighter now, but you're not actually helping anybody. They're just wasting your time because demons are never going to get right. But there are people that need your help. But because you're focusing on the darkness because of who you think you are, you're wasting time. So walk in the light and then people will come to you when they need you. And that is your purpose. That is your meaning. And because you survived, they know they can survive because you're going to point them to Jesus. So please, read. I'm going to read this one more time, then I'm gonna let it, I'm, we're going to end it. Because I could talk about this scripture forever. There's so much information in here. 2 Corinthians 4 and 6. For it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of, in the face of Jesus Christ. And once you see the light, you can't deny it. And he showed it in your heart. So you can't even pretend you don't know. We need Jesus. I survived the darkness, you survived the darkness. And if it ever comes back again, we're gonna survive again because we know who the Savior is. Peace.